0: It's time to swarm the 402! Welcome to the Nebraska Hawksmiths. These guys are brave! They're Hawkeyes living in enemy territory. Listen, these guys are way past their point, but they're still Hawkeyes! They're spreading the Hawkeye hype. To all of Nebraska. Oh, the Frost Advisory is cancelled. Corn Husker, more like Corn suckers. Are you ready for this podcast?
1: all right all right welcome back to the nebraska hawks nest your hawkeye oasis located in a nebraska desert and oh kyle just popped right out there so it's matt and i right now marty is on assignment in puerto rico right now so he's uh he's out doing uh it's kind of a, a work trip for him he oh kyle's back there he is he is out doing a work trip in is it puerto rico to find new tropical drinks And different activities that he can do when he's here, when he's on his retirement. So I I think that's pretty cool. I mean, he's really taking the retirement thing to full effect. You're going on trips to other countries to come up with different, different ways to relax and, and unwind. So gotta give a shout out to our man the sauce marty really living it up in retirement it's like i lucky. always say i want to be marty when i grow up like that's i'm I'm aiming for that lifestyle he's checking a lot of checked a lot of the boxes i'm looking to check in my life he's a lucky dude
0: tropical weather
1: yeah yeah it's he's probably on the beach right now with you know women in grass skirts and coconut bras serving him drinks rubbing his feet and
0: drinking a mai tai or a hurricane,
1: t- telling him how 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 great he is. A picture. He's a oh, he's a he's a piña colada kind of guy. He, he is Pina a Pina P- Pina. he he is a piña colada type of guy. I can, I can definitely, I definitely do that. So, Marty on the beach. Hope you're. uh Hope you're enjoying things. So that woman yelling in the background, I hope that wasn't like she saw Marty on the beach. Like, hopefully it's not like a nude beach or something like that. I don't know. Those, <laughs> I
0: don't
1: know. Guy, guys in retirement, you know, they don't want any restraints. They just want to build a you know, flow and, you know, and at that point in life, you've earned it. You've earned it. You should be able to do whatever the hell you want. You've worked hard. You know, you've done a lot of things. So Marty, he's, he's ready to sit back and relax. But guys, it's a lock jam. In the Big Ten West, there's bigger and better things than Marty's vacation right now. It's a lock jam in the Big Ten West. There's a four-way tie for first place right now. We got a battle between Iowa, Illinois, Purdue, and Minnesota. We're traveling to Minnesota this week. It's uh, I-, I sent a notice out to the citizens of uh, the Twin Cities to let them know the Lite Delight is going to be in town, in person, this weekend in Minnesota freezing our butts off keep your eyes open and keep your drink tabs open that's right (laughs) we're gonna be there we're gonna be ready we're gonna be there to party and have a good time hopefully to bring that hog home so right now i wanted to touch base we're gonna start to kind of talk about If you've been watching this podcast for a while, we like to indulge in some adult beverages throughout this while we talk college football. It's America. We're men. We love college football. We also like a stiff drink from time to time. Matt, Miller Lite Delight. I don't, that's tonight. Not, you're not really the Miller Lite Delight. I think you're sipping on something different.
0: I have a, I have a backup. I have a backup for the six pack challenge.
1: Okay. Always keep one handy in your utility. (laughs) Well,
0: two just in case.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: But, uh, Little well, Canadian
1: Club and diet right yeah. now. Okay, Canadian Club. All right, we're heading <laughs> heading north. So you want to get a little taste of that state that borders Getting Canada. a taste of the CFL. Yeah. All right. Little little taste of the north. Put a little maple syrup in there.
0: I, did, right. I did not put any maple syrup in there. Just straight up Canadian Club and diet.
1: Okay. That no. sounds terrible. That might flare up the diabetes. We don't want to. <laughs> 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 All right, Kyle. What are you, what are you sipping on tonight?
2: What adult beverage are
1: you partaking in?
2: I've got some Buffalo Trace. Ooh. Kentucky Straight Bourbon whiskey. And it's uh neat, no ice, straight. Ooh. People no love, ice. People love that stuff. They yeah, love Pat it. Anger was
0: drinking that on, on the show with us last year. Yeah, we, we need to have Pat one, back man. on.
2: Yeah, Pat's Pets fun, man. Uh it's a good one. I, I go from I go from Basil Hayden's to Maker's Mark. Um this one was you know every i see a good a good solid uh you know bourbon whiskey um that's uh, on sale I'll, I'll it'll be it'll trump all the others and this yeah. was on sale the other day so
1: nice nice um i keep a lot of different types of like nice bourbon or whiskey in my bar only for matt when he comes to visit for games marty Mar- marty doesn't really ever come by getting marty out of the mm. house is I've learned that's a difficult task at times. He's either in Florida or he's got plans. So I think I've watched like one or two games with Marty ever. Um, I'm looking over at my bar right now. I think I got some, I got some Templeton rye and some Canadian club, and those are
0: all I think me. I left that Canadian club last time, what was left for next, next go of
1: it. The next go. I can bring that this weekend for Minneapolis if you want.
2: Did I ever, did I ever tell you guys a story about uh, my freshman year at the Orange Bowl with uh, Crown Royale? No, let's hear it. Well, I was, uh, I was a freshman, so I did not get to pick my, uh, my roommate for the bowl game. So I was paired up with, uh, his name was Larry Thomas. He was from, I think he's from Miami, Florida, uh, you know, big lineman and, uh, he, you know, him and I, we just knew each other cause we were uh, freshmen came through the freshman development area, to, uh, you know, with either. And,
0: uh,
2: yeah. So that was interesting. We, uh. I, I show up to the room first and, um, and then he shows up, I've got all my stuff unpacked and he starts unpacking while I'm watching TV or something. And no, I'm not kidding you. He had, uh, like barely any clothes and he, that dude unpacked eight bottles of crown Royale out of his suitcase Whoa. and put them on our, put them on our dresser. And I, at that point had like, uh, you know, the extent of my drinking was like vodka and Gatorade. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that's what so, I drink
1: now. What's wrong with that? <laughs>
2: So, uh, but uh, that's just the beginning of it. Basically, uh, I wasn't even allowed to use my room for, for the rest of the entire week. I would go sleep in other, uh, like, specialist room because he would kick me out. He'd, he'd come back at, like, 1, 2 a.m. in the morning, and uh, he probably wouldn't appreciate me telling this, story, but I doubt he watches. But uh, I remember <laughs> one time I was sleeping at 2 a.m., and he comes barging in, and he's like, hey, Snake, Nick, Nick, hey, can you go out in the hall? I'm like, Why? He had three girls with him. Whoa! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jeez, man.
2: So, so the first, the first time, I obliged. I was like, "All right, this is, I, I get it, man. You got to do do what you got to do." And I just went and knocked on the specialist door and went in with them. But uh, yeah, um, it, he tried to do it almost every night, and and I, I wasn't having. I'm like, dude, look, if I get in trouble, like, or if you get in trouble, I'm gonna be attached to it. Like, yeah. knock it off. Anyway, that's my story with Crown Royale. I've never man. seen that much crown. The dude loved Crown Royale and he would would pour it like he would pour it like water. It was crazy. It's it's, probably a reason why he never uh, made it at Iowa. I don't even know. Yeah, I was going to
1: say, like, man, like, there's no way you'd make it. Like, I'm guessing he didn't play much.
2: I think he transferred after his freshman year, sir. Larry Thomas, look him up. uh, Yeah. I have no idea where he went, but.
1: Well, I'm guessing that that type of diet's not going to lead to to a promising playing career. I mean, if I drink like that i could barely get up and go to my desk job every day and (laughs) and perform yeah perform in division one football field so i don't know all right boys it is that time we need to do our results from last week i believe it was week 11 see who won it is sponsored by one of our favorite sponsors candles oh yeah by candy and she's been Crafting some just unbelievable, unbelievable scents. Um, this one I have burning. I'm 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 trying to test out the Christmas theme. It's it's mistletoe, and so trying that one out. It even does has it a, have a smell. It, apparently it does. I'm burning it, so it does right. have a smell. Yeah, and um, yeah, I got candy canes <laughs> and uh, peanut brittle, all kinds of different ones <clears throat> that we're gonna that we're gonna burn. And we're gonna try candles by Candy.
0: Oh, yeah,
1: love that. It's one of the one of the best sponsors ever. All right, Matt, where are we at? Who's winning? Right. Who's losing? Hopefully, Marty didn't widen his lead.
0: He, uh, Marty, Marty, and I both pulled four out of the six, and the other three of you, I uh, did five out of the six.
1: Yeah, wow. So, <clears throat> you
0: guys took a little step up. I didn't need the hit, but uh, Marty took it with me at least. He's he's still in the lead at 65%. Uh, Kyle, you're at 58%, climbing up. Uh, I'm at 54%. Adam's at 50 Uh At Nate's first pick, it was just, you know, five out of six. So his looks pretty good at 83%. He had a good <laughs> first week of
1: picking. Oh, Nate Kading, he tore oh, it up. Nate
0: just tore it up. It's about okay, time. Pick. Yeah, I'll text, text him, the results. him. You should.
1: <laughs> it's about damn time that I had a decent showing. I had been in the gutter for a while and I felt, I was getting desperate. I was just like, you know what? Like I wasn't winning. I was just kind of floating in the middle and I'm like, I either got to go in all or just, you know, get out of the game. I went in and I yeah. fell hard. I did not. The new
0: three that picked five out of six, the only one you missed. is everybody picked uh, Michigan state to win. Um, oh, they played Rutgers with a um, favored by 10 and didn't cover the spread.
1: So, uh, yeah. Yeah, so one's like that, it's just like how Yeah, it's tough. I don't know. Um so we did a bad job on our homework. So I I have the matchup set up for later in the show. So when I give the matchups Matt, you can get let us know what the spread is when we okay. do it as as we go live. So, um guys, I don't know what you thought about the game on Saturday, but Hawks are rolling now. I am I'm surprised but i'm so happy they the offensive line was very inconsistent but when they did block they did very well um, as a team i just just to win that game no matter how ugly it was we went into that wisconsin had won 8 out of the last 10 now i it felt like that i didn't realize for sure that it had been that many but we just have not done well in that rivalry in the last decade so it was really nice to be able to get the win at Wisconsin is just—it seems to be more rare and more rare as time goes on. So, really happy that we were able to accomplish that. Now, you wouldn't know it, Matt, from the overall statistics. If you look at the yardage, Wisconsin yep. outgained us two twenty-seven to one forty-six. Now, if you just look at that, you're like, okay, Iowa lost that game, but we were we were efficient when we needed to be. And Matt, I want to see what your thoughts were on the game. As it went through, I was screaming and yelling and just unbelievably excited. It was so fulfilling to be able to get a win against Wisconsin. Matt, what are your thoughts?
0: Yeah, we uh, had a heck of a defensive stand, I think. Did all the right things at all the right places. Uh, my boy Coop, Cooper Dejean was all over the field. Machine. Uh, Captain Jack was all over the field. I mean, those guys were playing their tails off. Uh, it helped that the offense was putting up some points early on, and then that Cooper DeGene picked six. I mean, it all just kind of flowed. Our offensive line, you're right, was was spotty. There was a lot of times – I mean, what was it, six sacks, I think, Petrus took? That's oh, yeah, it was, just rough. But it was they, did a, they did just enough on offense to, to score the points we needed to just kind of set that game apart. So, I mean, yeah, the, the yardage is way off kilter, but – they did enough and that's all we really need from our offense with the defense we have is just enough. We need a, you know, a middle of the road offense right now. And I think we're sitting in a, in a good spot for the end of the
1: year. Guys, it's, it's eerie to look back at our stats from last week to this week. And they are very, very similar. There's not too much. I mean, we scored 24 points, two weeks in a row, you know, Spencer's what, 14 for 23, I, I, he's about one or two throws away from that from last week. Um, he didn't throw for as many yards, so he was 14 for 23 this week for 94 yards. I believe he was like 14 for 23 last week, but it was for about 100 more yards. He had a lot deeper passes, so yeah. we got to be happy with that. Caleb wasn't able to get the holes that you know we wanted for him, Caleb Johnson, but he still – when he had openings he was able to do some stuff with it and Wisconsin's always strong against the run so their defense is better than
0: Purdue's yeah I mean much better that's where the difference is I mean Wisconsin just didn't allow those big plays like Purdue did yeah exactly Kyle what did
1: you think from watching this I know you probably were taking time to build that real estate empire brick by brick (laughs) tell us what you were able to see and what your thoughts were from the game
2: uh, it, to me, the, the energy just felt – it just felt different. And, you know, uh, the past few weeks, you know, it, I mean, the Hawkeyes, they're buzzing. And, you know, sometimes, unfortunately, it takes more than half the season for teams to get everything uh, in line and humming and uh, everybody on the same page. But, yeah, I mean, you're right, middle of light, delight. You know, it's uh, – with the defense that we have, I think the offense just needs to, you know, just be able to do something and capitalize on uh uh some good plays here and there to get the points scored and it was it was it was great man i was uh i actually did not have any real estate uh stuff going on this weekend it was nice it was good but you know uh at the same time i was able to get a lot of stuff done around the house and watch the game so i was very it was i just noticed the energy man you know it's it, Big 10 fall football weather, classic Iowa-Wisconsin game. And, uh, you yeah. know, I it made me – I don't know if you saw the picture I posted on Facebook. It made me really reminisce about the good old days.
1: Yeah. Was that your picture or did someone send that to you?
2: So someone long a long time ago, shortly after that game, uh, mailed that picture to my dad in Carlisle, Iowa. And I can't remember who it was. <laughs> but then um so my dad actually has like the hard copy of it um and it's stashed away somewhere and all the bins of stuff that he has from my hawkeye days but uh that's but then i found it years later like online someone digitized it and i don't know if it was from but it's it's on google like if you you know i've been able to find that and uh it's not framed in my house um you gotta get it framed buddy. <laughs> it's it's a cool picture though i mean it's it the, is the story i don't did I tell you guys the story behind that too
1: It'll tell tell us again because it's a really? great story, and I saw the picture and if you guys haven't seen the picture, get on to Kyle's Facebook check it out, and you know comment and like it It is super cool
2: there it's it's actually a, a pretty long detailed story um, and I'll try to give the cliff notes but basically the week before we traveled to Minnesota and that's when uh we beat them um i can't remember the i think it was 34 or something i kicked five field goals in that game and the, the fifth one was a was a with like a minute 30 left it set two school records but then that following tuesday i tore my quad in practice um and we didn't have any of the kickers uh on the team so i was the guy and tore my right quad right in half and didn't practice all week just did rehab and everything just you know did old good old visualizations and all everything and Coaches didn't, you know, I mean there literally was nobody else to uh, kick. And uh, long story short, uh, warm up the uh, Saturday that's the, the day of the game, and uh, it still was. I was still in so much pain and went up to the locker room, got a cortisone shot, and uh, felt wonderful. And I think I kicked uh, three field goals, two extra points, and all my kickoffs went out of the end zone. Wow. I was I was I was really sore uh, the next few days, but uh, I had. Cool. I had about a month and a half for bull prep with a Capital One Bowl to heal up. But the story behind getting carried uh, when we won the game, you know, the entire Kinnick just rushed the field. And the the Big Ten Trophy celebration was on the opposite side. And I got just bombarded. Like, I was was grabbing all my stuff, trying to, like, get out of here, you know. And uh, that's also back, I think, when we uh, were at the old locker room on the Mm -hmm. north side, which was really cool, by the way. I I miss that old locker room. There's something about it that – you know, like the shower was just like copper pipes with holes drilled in them. That was the shower. Oh, wow. oh yeah, they would turn them on and it sounded like a freight train, like a steam engine, just whoo. And yeah, it was, <laughs> wow. it was so gross, but also so awesome.
0: <laughs> and, then,
2: cool. and then the drains would back up, so like you'd be walking around in like a you know a foot of water. Like, it was, I know it's super gross, but but again, like so much history and. Oh, yeah. uh, but, uh, a lot of history it,
1: of foot fungus
2: apparently. Yeah, so uh, so I got so I got stuck and the fans just uh just picked me up and carried me all the way across the field to the trophy stage.
1: That's awesome, yeah. man. Cool. That's like a movie story, dude. That is awesome. See, I like all,
2: all, all of a sudden like I was trying to weave my way through and I'm a little guy, man. I was trying to like squeeze and all of a sudden like this big guy uh, just picked me up and everyone just kind of pitched in and like shuffled me over. That's see, That's <laughs>
1: that's what it means to be a Hawkeye right anybody from another school that's what it means to be a Hawkeye (laughs) you play football for the Iowa Hawkeyes you're a god in the state of Iowa to a certain extent for the rest of your life that's freaking awesome I'm about ready to flip this desk that got me
2: (laughs) and I'm, I'm I'm so thankful that someone had a camera and someone saw me and stuck to you know, snapped a pick because now I oh, I can sure. show that tell that story.
1: That 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 shit gets me fired up. Sorry. That's that's amazing. I absolutely love that. Thank <laughs> you for sharing that, guys. All right, it's all right, fun. Kyle. I love it, man. Woo! I don't know. How I'm gonna top that. I'm not going to be able to, so I'm just gonna try to hold everything together, man. Same <laughs> stories like that for the end of the show, Kyle. Come on. <laughs> God. All right. So coming up this week, we're going I want to talk to you guys a little bit about the Floyd of Rosedale. Now matt has actually been there is a statue is it in fort dodge yeah they they the you know, last couple of years they put us put a statue up and it 's a pretty sweet looking statue so if you haven 't seen it, you should look it up and see it. They did a really nice job with it and um before I go on about it, Matt kind of tell, tell us about what it was like because you were there to see it
0: yeah, so they came in with all this big equipment it 's just this big giant steel pig that they put up on you know, some brick and concrete, and it looks super, super awesome sitting there. But that's actually where the Rosedale Farm was, is right there where they put that statue. It's all been, it's starting to be developed now. There's some residential stuff. There's a water park there, um, playground, and different things start developing over there. But that's, you know, that is where that pig used to come from back in the day was the Rosedale Farm out of Fort Dodge, Iowa. So to memorialize that, they brought that. Big old pig in. I mean, it. the thing stands probably 15 foot tall. It's amazing. There's no other way to do it, man. That's and- awesome.
1: Another reason why Iowa was the greatest state in the country. <laughs> Fight me.
0: Fight <All> me. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: and, and people are like, why, why don't you live there now? Well, I have, I have kids in Nebraska, okay? I got to stay with my kids. That's what matters. All right? As soon as, they, <laughs> as soon as they're of age, I may hightail it right back to God's country. I don't know. We'll just have to see. But, guys, the Hawkeyes are on a seven-year winning streak on the Florida Rosedale. 115 meetings in total. Now, the all-time series, this is even before the trophy uh, was started. Minnesota does lead 62-51 to with two ties. Say hello to Hank in the background there walking around. Hey, Hank. Hi, Hank. Um, for the, those of you guys listening, it's my golden retriever, Hank, Hawkeye Hank. He's the man. <laughs> otherwise known as hank williams jr he heard me say his name so he's coming back right now so um so the minnesota was a dynasty for a while there in the 50s and you know, they got the best of us for quite a while the trophy series series iowa leads 43 to 42 with two ties so we got a slight edge in the trophy series now i want matt, to matt knows a lot about the history because he grew up in that area and and lives there today. So I did, I wanted to do a little bit of research for us Hawkeye fans that are watching this game to really know a little bit more about the depth of the story and, and what goes in behind it. Um, it, it, When I did some research, I thought I knew all of it, but, I didn't. Um, Back in 1934, uh, Iowa had an African-American player named Ozzie Simmons, and that wasn't very common at that time to have any African-American players on the team. And uh, they traveled to Minnesota, and he was getting pummeled. Tons of late hits, uh, dirty plays, and he got knocked out of the game multiple times throughout the game. Hawkeye fans were pissed. The Iowa football team were pissed because, you know, when when you're a Hawkeye, you know, it, it doesn't matter. We're all, we're all brothers. And the following year, Minnesota, um, the Minnesota coach, Bernie Beerman, he received uh, threatening letters and death threats from Hawkeye fans and about about coming to Iowa City because they were so pissed about how Ozzie Simmons was treated. Um, and so uh, the Minnesota coach requested police protection getting off the plane – or not the plane, sorry, the train. They didn't have – they weren't taking planes back then – off the train – to get to to get to the stadium and they were worried about their safety so the day before the game the Iowa governor Clyde Herring he uh he told reporters that any of their if any of the Iowa players were ever treated like that again that him and all the Hawkeye fans were going to come down to the stands and handle their business and uh I thought that was pretty cool for the governor to say that like to stand (laughs) up and like you know so I thought that was pretty cool so after that happened, the Minnesota Attorney General threatened to cancel all the act- athletic activities between Iowa and Minnesota due to the Iowa thuggery mentality, he called it. Yeah, yeah you st- you started it, bud. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, then moving on, the, the Minnesota governor, Floyd Olson, there was a lot of tension. The two states, I don't know how much they love each other now, but there was some legitimate heat between the two. I think uh, there still is. There still is, but it was it 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 was violent back then. They still chant We Hate
0: Iowa, even when they're not playing Iowa. Yeah.
1: yeah. And we've given them some reasons to hate us, like the goalpost game and things like We're that. We're living so. rent
0: free inside of them's head.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, but the Minnesota governor Floyd Olson, he sent a telegram to the Iowa governor on game day morning. Um, he he was trying to lighten the mood a little bit and still come make it competitive and take the violence out of the game. And his, his pitch was there's going to be a prize hog to the winner. So if Iowa was to win, Minnesota had to offer one of their state fair prize hogs and give it to the governor and vice versa. So it, you it was a over? live hog. It then. was a live hog, yeah. So, for some reason, you get a hog involved, you get bacon involved. People calm down, they they, <laughs> they relaxed. Everybody loves loves bacon, you know. It just is what it is. Um, the The game proceeded. There was no incident. Uh, the bad part: the Minnesota won thirteen to six. Um, Iowa star that we talked about, Ozzie, Uh he he played an injury free game, and there was no. You know, uh, no unnecessary violence or anything like that. Minnesota went on to win another national championship that year. So uh, pretty, uh, pretty amazing football program back then. Um, And then uh, so the governor of Iowa, he obtained uh, an Iowa award winning prized pig, which was donated by Alan Loomis, the owner of Rosedale Farms, like Matt mentioned, near Fort Dodge, Iowa. And they dubbed it Floyd after Minnesota Governor Floyd Olson a few days later. Uh, Governor Herring collected Floyd of Rosedale and personally walked him into Governor Olson's carpeted office. <laughs> so that's, that's how it went down. And eventually, I think that went on for 15 years maybe. And then it got to the point where you know, people were throwing fits about us betting a live pig back and forth. And so they created the bronze pig, which I think I saw that it weighs 98 pounds. It's heavy, man. That's a, that's a, that's a big hog
0: that's
1: a yeah that is a big not as heavy
0: as a market hog but that's getting there yeah it's, halfway, it's a little less than halfway there
1: i think the players appreciate that after playing a full game not to have to carry a market hog all the all the way <laughs> off the field i think they'd probably put like a collar and like a leash on it
0: run it around on a leash
1: but wouldn't that be cool though so like you go to like games and they a lot of times like they got bevo at texas and they got Uga at the georgia games at that game, that would be like, at, say it's at Minnesota. Have the Minnesota State Fair Blue Ribbon Pig there or something, you know, on the sideline. You know, like they should do something like that. Pamper the pig, make it a celebrity for the day, you know. What is that a crazy That's idea? It's kind, kind of cool, man.
0: It's kind of fun. It'd I be fun.
1: I, I think it would be fun, you know. Yeah. If uh in the stadium, instead of just offering cheeseburgers <laughs> that day, you can get bacon cheeseburgers, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> and just All all kinds of different things that we can do. Iowa that. Chops iowa chops man those are the best those are the best i mean not be, be that's one of the things i have realized i miss the most about being in the state of iowa you get an iowa pork chop good lord that is the most delicious thing in america so good you go a place in nebraska it'll say it's an iowa pork chop on it it's not it's not <laughs> they'll just slap the name on it no
0: Nothing beats an Iowa pork chop. I wanted to ask you guys. Technically, Iowa chop. It's it's the thickness of the cut. It's an inch and a quarter. Yeah, but you can taste the Iowa grass fedness in it. Well, you you know, pigs. Yeah, they don't eat grass. (laughs) (laughs)
1: What what do pigs eat? Slop. Slop. Corn. Matt grew up on a farm. I
0: grew up in the middle of Des Moines,
1: so that shows how
0: much I know. I've never seen a grass-fed pig, but when I do, I'll let you know, buddy. Shit! As <laughs> uh, soon as I saw your face, I'm like, wait,
1: grass. <laughs> and I started thinking about it. The first thing I'm like, I've never seen a pig eat grass. That's not. That's not correct. Uh, I'm a terrible Iowa. I mean, technically, of- corn is a grass. So, I guess. Yeah. Uh thanks for saving me there. A yeah, you're bit. welcome. Everybody from Iowa listening is like we're embarrassed that you were ever part of this state right now. I'm <laughs> sorry. I I will try to do better. I will try to do better. I'd s I did not even step foot on a farm until I was in college. So I you know, I I look right up my front door. I mean, downtown Des Moines was like two miles from my house, like so no farming for this guy. You put me on a farm, you'll quickly, quickly see that I am out of my element. Matt knows that. <laughs> I wanted to ask you guys, and I really want to hear from, um, from our listeners too. I want to start out with Matt. And by the way, I never told you guys, I'm drinking a Tito's and water with a smidge of cranberry. So awesome. I didn't throw, I didn't throw my drink in there. Kyle's making fun of my vodka and Gatorade and it kind of hurt my drinking feelings because, <sighs> I'll have a vodka Gatorade from time to time. That put water in it too. And so, yeah, I got to look out for that old kidney stone situation I went through because that was hell. So got to stay hydrated at all times. Right. What is your favorite rivalry trophy? Now, I want to find this out from you guys. Um, It's, uh, but what is your favorite rivalry trophy? It's brought to you by (laughs) Suck It Vacuum Repair, because if it doesn't suck, we give a Good stuff right there. Suck it, vacuum repair. And for those of you that love our sponsors, Kyle, I believe, is working on a new one um, for a caulking company or something like that. You're kind of mm-hmm. developing a relationship with. So I don't know if you want to give, should we hold off on that one and wait maybe till next week? Sure. You close yeah. the deal. Let's like, till yeah. we close the deal on this one. He's been working on it. So <laughs> taking things to the next level. So. What is your favorite rivalry trophy? Brought to you by Suck It Vacuum Repair, Matt Miller Light Delight. What is your favorite rivalry game trophy? Could be any in the country. It doesn't have to be Hawkeye related.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, even after, even before we went through all this whole Florida Rosedale stuff, uh, that was going to be my pick. Just with the history of Iowa and the agriculture ties that it has, you know, and dating back with that story everything there. It's just a, a really cool story. It's, you know, came that that pig came not too far from where I grew up, just has a lot of, you know, hometown hot ties to to me. And yeah, it's just a great rivalry on top of it. And it just all comes together for me. Yeah. And that, that That's hard to argue with
1: everything that you said. I mean, nothing screams Iowa, Minnesota, like a giant bronze pig, Kyle, what what and you're living in illinois i'm surprised we don't have a trophy game with illinois well it's surprising but what is your favorite kyle
2: i'm sure we will one of these days you know yeah. i uh i don't think i don't feel like we need to have a trophy for every single big 10 game i mean come on no. you know that that, that that can get a little gimmicky here i could
1: I mean, see I, B, I could see Lima doing that though to kind of like beef sure. up that rivalry a
2: little bit sure, sure. um you know and i think that the heartland trophy it wasn't there in my freshman year I, I think it came along towards the end of my career and even then i thought ah come on you know like uh but i would yeah. say you know Florida, Brazil, you know at, at iowa minnesota has a special place in my heart you know i played at the metrodome twice i had such a great time we were very successful playing against minnesota you know i've got the two school records um at the metrodome and you know, the Florida Rosedale, I mean, it's, dude, it's hefty. It's, it's legit 90 pounds. I mean, it's, uh, it's a tough one. Obviously, there's a Cyhawk trophy, but I'm not going to count that one that's not uh, in the Big Ten. Um, I will say, I'm drawing a, a blank here, but doesn't Wisconsin have a giant axe?
1: Yeah. With Minnesota, with Minnesota, yeah. I, yep. yeah, I
2: think that's cool, man. Paul, like Paul axe. Yeah. Ax. Yeah. I, did yeah, you see that big axe and it's just like, wow, that's, that'd be pretty cool to take home, you
1: know? <laughs> yeah, no, oh, that, is, that is a cool one. You know, yeah. you I, I was thinking about that too. Like the Cy-Hawk one lost some of its luster as a trophy when they redesigned it oh. and and they, uh. they butchered the design. Yeah. I mean, it, it's okay now, but I like the original design from like the, what is it? The Greater Des Moines, Iowa Club, which was a fake club, wasn't even right. real. They made it up and like made that trophy. <laughs> like that's got such a cool history behind it. It looks like a bowling trophy, and they had it made at a bowling trophy shop. And it's that's what it's about, man. The history I go back to that old trophy, you know, that's that's (laughs) what's cool. That's where the memories are, and that's what that's
2: what it's all about. So, that one I personally think Iowa State should go back to their old logo the one that doesn't make any sense like a, a, a cardinal that's it's in the wrapped up in a cyclone. And do you remember that one? Yeah, I never understood it. I was like, what hold on, you're the cyclones, but what's that bird? What what do you yeah, I don't, I don't no, <laughs> Oh, we lose Adam.
0: I, we may have <laughs> we may have lost him, but I agree I agree with you. I think the really old one it was just like the uh like lines in a tornado. Oh really? It I'll have to look that up. Gets gets out there a ways. I'm not sure when that was, but uh yeah, I never understood the
2: yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of mascots that make sense. Um, right. Yeah, me, me too. And that one doesn't. I mean, it. First of all, oh, I mean, if they're trying to, you know, act like a cyclone is a tornado, I, I get it. But just right. call it a tornado, then you know. And yeah, he could be the Ames, Iowa tornadoes. Scientifically speaking, I think a cyclone is different than a tornado. I think I don't it know. Yes. Yeah, I mean, and therefore cyclones don't exist in Iowa
1: right can, can then, you guys see can you guys see me now yep. can, yeah
2: yeah
1: oh, i'm paying extra for the giga blast internet clearly that investment's not paying off for me right now um <laughs> i like their old logo that said cyclones across it like they had in
2: the 80s with just the tornado underneath it yeah that's I what i know.
0: was talking about the yeah. just the lines in a tornado
2: yeah, yeah was, what, that made sense at what point you know at some point some doofus was like yeah. we should make it a bird and put a bird inside that um, yeah,
1: because we should copy Iowa another that's, way. I think, a lot of it. Yeah, let's co- copy Iowa, little brother, as much as you possibly can. <laughs> um, you know, often imitated, never duplicated. That's right. Um, you know, mine, it's really hard to argue against how cool – floyd or rosedale is i mean it just is it's the coolest looking trophy in all of college football there's no arguing it okay um your trophy could mean more to you but walking out with a giant pig i mean that's as cool as it gets (laughs) and i will tell you that the one that means the most to me obviously is the heroes game trophy living in nebraska as long as i have that one has meant a lot to me that you know i will win that now the, the them calling it the heroes game, I think is stupid. You know, I, I, I get the, the idea behind it and the intent. And I think that's nice and it's a, a good message, but right. you know, it, it needs a new name and it needs to be called the battle for the corn belt. And uh, <laughs> let me, give me one second here, boys. While we wait, <laughs> we got it right here. It's beautiful piece of hardware. The battle for the corn belt. So That's pretty cool. You know. Right here. But it's still got the heroes game on it. So we right. can still pay homage to that. But this thing weighs about ten pounds too. This is
0: <laughs> it's legit.
1: We can't ever let Matt touch it because he likes he does damage to things like this when he gets a hold of them. So. I get
0: excited when we win games and
1: He's a uh, he's. We
0: have some drinks. Things happen. I, like.
1: I had a old heroes game trophy that he's broke on multiple occasions when we won that game. So <laughs> it's, it, that had to end up being thrown in the garbage. It could not be super glued anymore. So uh, we get a little rowdy when we win that game. But I will say, um, either you know, battle for the corn belt, get the belt involved. I'm going to be lobbying for that. But also the name Farmageddon. I think that, that that would be a good one. Two of the biggest farming states in the country, the number one beef producing state versus um, the number one corn producing state. And let's call it what it is. It's farmageddon. Yeah. You know, <laughs> let's do it. So You're also the number one pork
0: producing state. That's true. Very
1: true. I Boy, didn't, didn't want to brag. I didn't want to show off as trying to be humble. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. Sorry. All right. Well, I, I like your guys's choices. So, Right now, it's a lot of people's favorite part of the show. I know it's my favorite part of the show. It's the electrifying matchups brought to you by. Meyer Electric. Uh,
2: my, 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 my Meyer Electric.
1: Shockingly good service since 1833. Meyer Electric built from the ground up. Iowa owned local business, family business business been in business for hundreds of years providing electricity to everyone in the community <laughs> it's good stuff right there these guys have been loyal they've been with us from the about the beginning so that's they actually pay our electrical bill for all of this they provide the electricity and pump them into our buildings it's amazing nice. amazing stuff <laughs> all right matt just you know, just know makes you feel good inside Good local Iowa business sponsoring us. It's good stuff, doesn't it? It does. It does. You know. All right. Moving on to the matchups. All right. Now I'm going to – I'll go over the who, what the game is, and then, Matt, you're going to tell us what the spread is, okay? Perfect. So um, I only got five here. So if you got six, you got one more than me, okay?
0: I do. I have, I have six. There's okay. actually seven games.
1: Okay. All right. <laughs> so um, I got five. We can just – we can throw in the last one and you can do that one. Um, we, we got the Illinois Fighting Illini led by Brett Bielema. They are not rated anymore. They're...
0: Uh-oh, gigabit internet going down again.
1: Am I right. There you oh, go, You're back. Is. I don't know what the hell's going on here. Um, we're going to stick to just the five. I need to get this done and figure out what the hell's going on with my internet. Um, we got Illinois at Michigan, number three, Michigan, 11 AM on ABC. Um, who, uh, who are you guys taking in this one, Matt? Uh, what's the spread on this one?
0: Uh, spread is Michigan minus 18. Ooh. So it's a pretty big spread. Um, I, this one was tough for me. I don't know what you're thinking, Kyle, but, uh, I yeah, Illinois doesn't score much on on good defenses, so it's gonna be a low scoring game on their side. I wanted to pick Michigan here, but I think I'm gonna go with Illinois um with the points. I think they're gonna I think their defense is gonna keep it closer than what everybody thinks. Um, so yeah, it's minus eighteen, Adam. If you didn't catch that. Okay. Michigan minus eighteen. Okay. And I'm gonna take Illinois with the points on it. All right, Kyle. Who,
1: Kyle, who are you taking in this
0: one?
2: I'm taking Illinois all the way, baby. Red Bielema. Um, I like I said, I'm a fan of him. I you know I hate Michigan. I don't care how good they're doing. They're like Ohio State. I'm going to bet against them every single okay. time. I, well, maybe not bet money, but yeah. <laughs> no, that, that makes sense. If there was money involved, I'd be smarter. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man. Um, I'm about as confident in Illinois winning this game as I am. My internet letting me finish this podcast right now. Um, I'm going to take Michigan in this one. I just think that they're rolling right now, and there's going to be a a final week matchup of the regular season with Michigan-Ohio State both being undefeated to see who's going to go to the Big Ten Championship. Uh, I think Illinois is on the rise. I think they're getting better and better. I think we've seen in recent weeks that they're not quite there and not quite ready yet. So I'm going to go with uh, Michigan in this one. All right. All right. Moving on to the next one I have. We got Ohio State 10 and 0 right now, traveling to Maryland. Maryland's 6 and 4. This one's on 230 on ABC. Matt, you want to give us the spread and then who is your pick for this one?
0: All right. The spread is minus 27. I actually <laughs> didn't have this one down. I was going to skip this one because the spread was so large on it and wow. it's against uh Maryland. But I will take um I'll take Ohio state on this
1: one to cover the 27 and a half plus. Okay. All right. All right. So yeah, our, uh, our, our pre podcast meeting, we kind of glanced over this part. So we'll, uh, we'll learn from our mistakes. We'll be better next time. All right, yeah. Kyle, Ohio, like State. Ohio, welcome. Ohio state at Maryland, Two thirty on ABC. Who are you taking here?
2: Well, i re- retract what I said about Ohio state. I'll always pick, Iowa over Ohio state, no matter how good Ohio state is looking. Um, But for this one, I'm also going to take Ohio state. Um, It just makes sense. Again, Maryland, I don't get it. Um, Even if, (laughs) even though, even though they're traveling there, uh, I think it'll still be Ohio state all the way.
1: All right. I will be taking Ohio state in this one as well. Again, I think Maryland's (laughs) vastly improving. I just don't think they're at that level yet. I don't know that they ever will be at that level, but Um, they're, they're improving. So, um, I'm going to go with Ohio state in this one. Next one, the Badgers of Wisconsin, freshly beaten up by the Iowa Hawkeyes. They are five and five traveling to Lincoln, Nebraska. The Cornhuskers are three and seven. We got an 11 AM kickoff on ESPN.
0: Matt, what is the spread on this one and who you taking? They got Wisconsin favored by 13 on this one. Uh, I'm going to take Wisconsin on those points. I think Nebraska, getting down to the end of the season here, they've had a rough season, a rough go of it, a lot of controversy in their program. I just think uh, Wisconsin is going to bounce back here and
2: pull this one off,
0: even with the points.
1: All right, Kyle, who are you taking in this one?
2: I'm taking Wisconsin too. Uh, you know, watching Jim Leonard uh, march back and forth on the sideline, I think he, you know, he knows what he's doing. I hope that. Uh, um, I hope he can finish the the uh, the season out well for them for them, you know, because he's got they've been dealing with some uh, they've had some drama there as well. Um, so yeah, I'm going with uh, Wisconsin to march into Memorial Memorial Stadium and uh, taking care of business.
1: I as well am going to be taking the Badgers. I would take Nebraska. I just think there's too many questions of quarterback right now, and uh, I think it's kind of you know becoming more and more evident every week that goes by that um, Mickey Joseph is not going to be the head coach yeah. so um, don't know where he'll end up I, there are a lot of people are hoping that they retain him in, at some level um, on that staff but I'm going to go with Wisconsin on that one All right, next up on the list we have uh, one of them that I know that Kyle loves we got our, uh, our Northwestern Wildcats Meow.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Nor- Northwestern Wildcats, uh, we've got a, our, our our own Wildcat noise down, because Kyle's, you know, getting worn out, <laughs> ha- ha- <laughs> have having to do that. So, we, you know, we got to give Kyle a break from time to time. We can't continue to put him on stage like that. <laughs> Northwestern, one and nine, traveling to West Lafayette, Indiana. Purdue Boilermakers, 6 and 4, 11 a.m. kickoff on FS1. It's going to be a barn burner. I don't know, Matt. What's the spread? Who are you taking in this one?
0: Purdue is favored uh, 20 points. Purdue minus 20. All right. Uh, I'm taking Purdue in this. I think Northwestern's had about all it can handle this year. And you know, barring weird weather like they had against Ohio State, I just don't think they got it. And Purdue's offense, as long as they can throw the ball, they're going to they're gonna score points, a lot of them, against Northwestern's okay. forest defense. All
1: right Kyle, who are you taking in this one Wildcats. Wild purdue,
2: well. purdue as well um you know, I know I talk a lot harp on the on the wildcats a lot, but i am a i am a um, i am a I am a small fan just because I live in the area i've got some buddies that go there, but uh yep um I think they're gonna finish the season with only one win, and um yeah purdue's going to take it man yeah. That
1: uh, it's going to be tough. Um, it's tough not to take Purdue in this one, so I, I'm going to take the Boilermakers in this one. And this is a really bad season for Northwestern. I just uh, that's that's tough for fans to get excited about a one and one and nine team like that. It's that program is so up and down. It's really hard to really hard yeah. to find some consistency there. So, all right, guys. The final game, the battle for the Floyd of Rosedale, the greatest trophy in college football. Mid-a light, the light delight. Who are you taking in this one? Iowa's six and four. Minnesota is seven and three. We've got a three PM kickoff on Fox.
0: Yeah, Minnesota is favored by two and a half on this one. Um their defense, their defense, Minnesota's defense, they're pretty uh, good outfit, really. Uh, I know Minnesota struggled offense a little bit. I think their quarterback was hurt. I'm not sure if he's back yet or not, to be honest with you. Tanner Morgan. Uh, yeah, I th- I'm not sure if he'll play this mm-hmm. week or not. I don't think he will. Um, they have come along a little bit with their backup quarterback, but I think with our Iowa defense, it's going to be way too much. Iowa takes this one.
1: All right, I like it. Kyle, who are
2: you taking in this one for the battle <laughs> for the pig? Obviously, I'm taking Iowa. You know, I was just looking at Minneapolis on Saturday. It's supposed to be a high of 25. Oh, well, you huh? have you have a
0: warmer day than I have. I'm 18.
2: <laughs> oh well, at least that's what my AccuWeather app says for that. I'll take it. Day, the I'll high I uh,
0: at,
2: at 3 p.m. You know, who knows what the temperature will be? I can't. I don't have the. I don't have that the hourly forecast up. But I hope you're
1: right. You know, one of the
2: dumb. <laughs> One of the dumbest things I think Minnesota ever did was build a stadium that opens up to the outdoors. I mean, I don't care how tough you are <laughs> playing in the cold weather like that. You're you're just dumb. Um, but anyway, um, well, thinking, I should say thinking you're tough playing in cold weather like that, you're just dumb. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm taking an on this. I, I, I think that that, that two point, uh, uh, they're favored by two points is just because it's at home. Um, I don't think it has anything to do with anything else. And I think our defense yeah. is going to come in there and bruise them up and, uh, everyone's going to be buzzing around humming. And, um, I think we'll win by a couple touchdowns.
1: They may have been dumb for building that stadium, but guys like Matt and I are still going to go. <laughs> I, I, I bought are some these, even dumber for going. I bought coveralls going to be wearing those <laughs> bad boys. Now we need to find out. And if anybody knows, I don't, I don't care if you call us wussies like, I I'd rather go to the bars before the game than sit out in that, frigid cold and tailgate so Hell yeah uh, matt we got to find out what time the bars open <laughs> and we'll get in there right away and I, start going
2: the metrodome was so cool it yeah. was so awesome and i you know i only played i didn't get to actually experience sitting in the stands and everything but gosh you would have thought that they would have duplicated that on a smaller version or something i mean yeah. Yeah. Whatever. The
1: Vikings got an indoor stadium, the US Bank Stadium, which is beautiful.
2: Yeah.
1: But um Minnesota yeah, ended up building their own, which Minnesota Stadium's really cool, but it's like it's a nice stadium. At this time of year, like I mean, it's gonna be brutal to play anywhere in the Midwest, but Minnesota, it's it's next level brutal to mm-hmm. play in that cold. So um I'm excited. My pockets will be lined with fireball. Don't tell the stadium security that um, i will be coming in with that Uh, that's gonna help keep me warm um i'm gonna definitely take the hawks in this one the way we've been playing um did we all make the same pick every single game on that one
2: i think so
0: no one game kyle and i took illinois you took Uh, michigan yeah oh but otherwise the rest of them were the okay
1: okay well, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Hawks in this one. I think we're gonna pull it out. I think we're gonna bring home the pig. I just the way that we're playing right now. I think Minnesota, again, is you know, their best version of themselves. I think PJ Fleck's a good coach and I think he's getting the most out of his guys. I just think we're peaking at the right time. We're pretty healthy. Things are going well for us and we are ascending why they might be slightly descending. So um I'm gonna go with the Hawks in this one. I'm excited. I'm excited to go to Minneapolis. Excited to to hang out, hopefully not completely freeze our butts off and get a Hawkeye victory. Hopefully. All right, boys, Kyle, you got any plans for the game? What are you going to be doing?
2: This weekend, man, I, uh, I hope I, um, you know, I always want uh business to, to come about, but at the same time, it's nice to have a weekend just to kind of chill and, uh, you know, cross off a few things off the list that I had, but, uh, no real big plans, man. um I guess my ideal situation is kind of just having nothing to do watching the- watching the game with my wife and my kids here um you know i uh, one of these days i'm gonna i'm gonna host a uh an outdoor watch party. I've got a big fifteen foot inch like blow up screen with a projector Oh cool might do right. that for the board right. game
1: hey. so. it might be kinda chilly though buddy um. bring it. <laughs> Bring it two yeah all right, guys. It's in the
0: midwest
1: let's let's bring that pig home, all right, boys.
0: Let's do it. all go right,
1: hawks. go hawks,
0: go hawks.